Welcome again, beloved saints of God. Today's message is sibling rivalry in the family. Today is Wednesday, and on Wednesday, we do family therapy on various different topics that are affecting our families today. So today's message is sibling rivalry or jealousy in the family. But before we get into our message, let us invite God the God and his holy presence here with us. So Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I thank you for another opportunity, my Father, to do your work. Lord Jesus, please speak through me, my Father. My God, we know that there is a great attack against families, Lord Jesus, because the enemy knows that family is very important to you, Lord God. And so he's trying his utmost best to destroy families all over the world, my Father. There are so many families who are suffering, Lord God. Families who are heartbroken. Families who are distraught, my Jesus. People who are hurting, my God. And so, my Father, as I go through this message, my Jesus, I pray that it will touch one person, my Jesus. And in touching that person, my God, it can bring closure and healing to that, to that, to the, to that family. So, my Jesus, I pray that you will use me, my Father, to bring families closer together, my Father. And that as we go into the topics of discovering back the true nature of the family that you have created for us, my Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that with your guidance, with your words, Lord Jesus, families will be saved, families will be restored. I pray your presence to, to, to visit each and every family, my Jesus, and remove the spirit of division from the homes, my Father. Let your spirit stand firm, my Jesus. Bring forth peace, love, and laughter in every home across the world, my Jesus. Let your love shine, my Father. This is what I ask in your name. Amen. So, today's message is sibling rivalry in the family. And the, the Bible verse of the day is taken from Colossians 3 verse 13 which says bear with one another and if one has a complaint against another forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive so that is the Bible verse of the day so we're looking at sibling rivalry and we know that once you have children you know that is what is going to happen there will be lots of chances where sibling rivalry will come up you know and as parents sometimes we are to be blamed you know because when we have children you know we tend to have favoritism towards the one that we we um we tend to favor more 
right and it is not right for a parent to love another child more than the other but sadly this is what a lot of children you know siblings have gone through you know they've had they've had to endure um this and it is very hurtful it is something that is very destructive to the to, to that to the person's self-esteem and their their self-worth and value you know when they grow up in a home where they're not the favorite or they are, are left behind they tend to grow up feeling as if they're worthless or if they're they're not um, good enough and once they realize that they're not the favorite you know then this is where sibling rivalry comes in because it's going to 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 start into a competition where that child you know that is not getting that love and attention that the other one is getting you know it turns into a, a, a competition a rivalry you know and so that's where jealousy ends up you know that's where all sorts of things start to spring from that one area you know from that one one thing you know guilt and all sorts of sins start to stem from that you know so as parents you know even if you have your favorite child you should not that is not something that you discuss or say aloud you know if you, if if it's a holy child then well you know obviously that um you can say it or even in that in that um in that way you shouldn't you shouldn't even say that because then the child will grow up feeling spoiled but you know when you have children you should not say oh um tom is my favorite and all of that that is not right if if you have your favorite child you should not let the favorite one know that he is the favorite right so don't let them know you keep that in your heart because it is not fear for the other child right it is not fear you know yes you have no no um no one no one person you know is the same as the other they are they um they might be so different you know one might be best at you know helping around the the house the other one will be good at listening right so you cannot compare the two and so if you like somebody who is helpful you know then that would be um, your favorite but that doesn't mean that the child who is not helpful it something is wrong with him or her so as parents we should not allow you know our actions to 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 tell the the child or the children who 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 is their favorite you know because even when we are not looking they might you know use it as a weapon against their 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 siblings so sibling um 
rivalry it stems from a dysfunctional family you know we can trace back all the way to the garden of eden after the fall sin created dysfunction jealousy rivalry and even murder in the first family so we know that god created adam and eve and he gave them the beautiful garden for 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 their home and you know all throughout you know genesis it it wasn't i was really meditating on this and it is quite deep that even when adam and eve you know they lived in the garden before sin they never had children it's after you know they sinned and they, um, the Lord cast them from the garden that is when they started to multiply you know during before the fall you know it was just husband and wife they didn't have children so after that great fall something happened to their bodies you know they started to um, had children so when, well, that is something that we should think about. It is something that is quite heavy, you know, and quite deep, you know, that Adam and Eve, they didn't have children until after they had sinned. So when we look in the book of Genesis 4, right? Genesis 4, it says that Adam and Adam knew his wife and she conceived and it says let's go to verse 24 so that's after they had sinned so he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life and verse 4 so after the fall and the, and the Lord chased them from the garden then verse 4 it says and Adam knew his wife and she conceived and bare Cain and said I have gotten a man from the Lord and she again bare his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect, and Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. So we see that um, Cain, you know, he, he was a tiller of the ground, and Abel was a keeper of the sheep. Abel was 
righteous before the Lord. He brought his offering to the Lord and he, the Lord was pleased because Abel gave the best to the Lord. You know, he gave the best gift. But Cain, on the other hand, the Lord did not, you know, the Lord did not offer is he did not like the offering that that Cain offered you know he was displeased the Lord did not respect the gift the, the, the offering and the Lord did not approve of it and so jealousy and rivalry started to grow in Cain's heart and we know that it is through rivalry and jealousy that Cain murdered Abel so we know that because of the offering that the Lord that Cain they both offered you know offerings to the Lord and the Lord God accepted Abel's because it was pleasing to the Lord he had done well and so the Lord accepted it but Cain it was it wasn't well he had not it wasn't his best effort and so the Lord was not pleased with it. And because of that, you know, sin, you know, because after the fall with their parents, sin was rampant, you know, it was everywhere. And so dysfunction came. That's why the first family with Adam and Eve is the first dysfunctional family. The family where murder took place, family where jealousy, arguments, you know cursing back and forth blaming each other that's what the, f the the first family was like right because all because of sin so since the beginning of time <laughs> there has been sibling rivalry you know we know the story of Cain we are out of hatred you know, he, he rose up and he killed his brother, right? And when his brother's blood cried out from the earth, you know, the Lord asked, "What? Have, where is your brother? And the way how he answered the Lord, you know, he was very dark, you know, and, and he, was, he was quite dark, right? So, um... The Lord, the Lord had to put a mark upon him, right? The Lord had to put a mark on Cain because the first man to have, to have committed murder, you know. And so that's where dysfunction start to come. And all throughout society right now, you can count the amount of families that are Per, that are not say perfect but that are healthy you know there's so many families that are are dysfunctional you know so you know we have toxic individuals you have abuse you have all sorts of things that is going on in the family because the devil he doesn't like the family you know when you have a good family a God-fearing family the devil is threatened by it because just like how the Lord created Adam and Eve 
in the garden and the husband and the wife you know they were in the lord's presence they worshiped him they call upon him that is how the lord intended for the family and so when you have a husband and a wife with their children who worship the lord in spirit and in truth call upon him and worship him the the garden symbolizes the home right so the, our home is the garden and when you have that couple that you know their firm their faith and their belief is firmly planted in jesus christ and they worship the lord the devil does not like that he is he feels very threatened by it because um it is true the the connection that he had with his husband and how the devil saw that they were worshiping the lord and how they lived only for him you know he could not he could not um approach Eve while Adam was there he had to wait until the woman was alone right and so that's when he, he approached her because the devil is very cunning and he will wait a whole lifetime for just that one opportunity you know to strike and so he waited and when he was alone you know he approached her and their deception fell and she sinned against god so all throughout the bible you've had um sibling um rivalry you know we know that cain killed abel you know that was sibling rivalry then there was jacob and esau right twins fighting over their birthright and then jacob <laughs> showed favoritism to joseph and once again sibling rivalry broke out over a coat of many colors just like as i was saying before as parents we should not allow our other children to know that we love one more than the other we should not do that and so jacob did that you know jacob um let his sons to know that joseph was his favorite and how much they knew how much he loved and cherished joseph and so rivalry and jealousy begin to grow in their hearts and so they tried you know the the, the devil once there's that touch of jealousy inside the heart that is a big doorway for the devil to come in and so you know they even made up that huge lie but it was all for God's glory right it was all for God's glory but we know that Joseph you know the Lord intended for Joseph to go into Egypt and to suffer there you know the Lord was training him and so we know that he became um he ended up saving his entire family right so we know that was the lord's doing and for his name to be glorified but here we are talking about jealousy and rivalry against siblings so as parents as guardians 
we need to set an, an example for our children we need them to realize that they are loved and that they are that they are perfect in their own way and their own right so no one can fix jealousy right no one can do that only God can take care of jealousy the Lord warned Cain about his unfit offering that he had that he had done right and if Cain had listened because the Lord gave him a chance but Cain did not listen you know so because he did not listen you know he, he was stuck in his own way in his own in his hunger you know that's why he ended up murdering his brother so once we detect sin that sin jealousy we must attack it with confession prior scripture right we should leave no space for sin to grow in our lives as Christian parents or guardians right we need to raise our children and not allow them to be to have this sort of competitive spirit right that competitive spirit is is dangerous you know where you know they cannot enjoy a good game with each other it has to be competitive that is not good you know um, rivalry and jealousy stems from that competitive spirit you know they always want to be on top they always want to be number one I'm not saying that you should not allow train your children to be you know to aim high right but that competitive spirit you know we should always train our children in the way that they should grow and in the fear and admonition of the Lord and so with 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 um that competitive spirit you know if it's just a simple game you know a simple ball game and you see that one child who is so eager and so stern into be into being so competitive to win you have to let them know because they will go through life not enjoying or appreciating what they have achieved but they'll just go through life seeking that opportunity every opportunity to conquer to devour you know so that is another thing that co that competitive spirit you know it creates room for jealousy and rivalry and a, 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 a body for sin right and we know that jealousy that is a very huge sin we know and we know that all sin is bad but jealousy once you're jealous you know you can never be happy with yourself or what you have achieved you know so and we need to teach our children to desire God more than anything else on on this earth when we do this no jealousy can prevail in their hearts so we need to train them to desire God more than anything else you know once they desire God then they will know that whatever is happening around them what their achievements all of that you know it's 
it's just for now it will soon pass and we should also teach them to be content and satisfied with what they have been given from the Lord so with all this that is going on in society I know that there are children you know teens and if you're watching this if you're listening to this I keep saying you, you know watching but if you're listening to this podcast you know this message and you know you're suffering from rival sibling rivalry in your family then I want you to know that this message is for you and that you are loved and that you should not take whatever that is happening at heart don't take it seriously you know because the devil uses even our loved ones to hurt us because that's what the devil does he uses even our loved ones to hurt us so i want you to know that the lord loves you and that you're unique and there's no one else like you and if you feel as if you're not the favorite if you feel as if you're not loved you know they've pushed you in a corner i want you to know that the lord loves you very much right and if you if you are feeling anyway i need you to go and let your family members or whoever you have that is listening to please speak to somebody about it don't just keep it in your heart it is not good for you to keep all that baggage in your heart you know it will grow it will start to darken your entire being and so if you have someone go to your parents and tell them right and if you're here listening to this message then you you believe in Christ and I know that he can help you to overcome you pray whatever you're feeling whatever feelings that you're going through you write them down on a piece of paper maybe you don't feel you feel unloved you know you feel like you're not good enough you know you wonder why you're 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 here write all those things that you're feeling on a piece of paper and you pray about them and the lord will slowly mark them off that list right and sometimes things in life happens where yes it is hard and yes it is difficult but the lord is molding you you know maybe you're in this family and you're saying that you you are you're you're unlucky right that you have the worst family don't say that you know you're the lord is molding you you will use this experience that you're going through to help someone else that's what we do our testimony is never the same but it is so similar right our walk is never the same but we have this the same similar stories 
of what we've gone through and so whatever is happening the lord is using that to mold you to create you into that person that image that he wants and so you will use this opportunity that you're going through to help someone else because you will already have the experience to help live somebody else to say no whatever you're going through don't don't take it too too serious don't take it to heart right focus on something else you pour love in yourself if you feel as if you're unloved you love yourself you know you speak positive things over yourself right if you're being verbally abused i know that though that hurts and that the scars are so severe and it is not like physical scars where you can see but there are scars that it it's it scratches the heart and the soul but i know because i've been there the lord he will he will heal you and whatever the enemy has used to try to use to destroy you the lord will use that to build you to lift you up to build a mansion to help people so whatever you're going through please know don't be angry don't be discouraged please know that you know the lord chastises those whom he loves and if you're being chastised at this moment it means that the lord has a greater plan for you and that he will use this chastisement to help lift and to save souls to bring people who are going through this the same situation that you are now going through to come to him so here i want to share some bible verses to overcome sibling rivalry so when all is going on and you go to the book to the word of god you will know that with with rivalry and favoritism comes jealousy and with jealousy brings hatred right and you, your heart start to think up a lot of things and so just like Cain because he, his heart starts to think of all the things that was happening he ended up killing his brother right so we know when we turn to the book to the word of god we know that during all, all this rivalry and favoritism we cannot hate our brother our our sister we have to love and so philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 says let nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves so it is saying that whatever you go through in life you know you should always try to uplift one another and we should all you should always try to tell the person the best about them we i know that when we are angry and upset you know we don't try to uplift one another but when you do that when you're in your lowest state 
and you uplift someone you know that is Christ like you're being doing something that Christ can only can do so when you're at your lowest state and you uplift somebody who you know have done you harm who have trampled upon you then you know that you are living in the spirit and it is something that Christ would have done so the second Bible verse is 1st John 3 verse 15 1st John First John three. Is that it? Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer, and he know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So here it is speaking about you know Cain, because Cain is 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 a murderer, right? He murdered his brother, and so he says that whosoever hated his brother, that means Cain ate, um, hated Abel. And so, here, you know, the Bible, it, it speaks about physical and spiritual. And, you know, even if you hate, you hate your, your sibling, you know, it, it, it is murder, right? You don't have to kill them, physically kill them, but it is murder, just the same. So, you know, you cannot eat your brother and this means not only your your relatives but even those who are you're not related to we can just see somebody and hate them like that that is murder you know spiritually speaking and so um the third one is matthew 5 verse 22 matthew 5 But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause, it shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. So, the word of God is saying that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment and here it is saying that if a parent chooses um, the um, somebody their child one of their child to be their favorite you know because of their personality or their talent or something it is not that child's fault you know you cannot just hate you know 
that that child so here it is saying that if you hate or you're hungry with that brother without a cause then you are you're in danger for judgment because that child he, he cannot do anything he cannot stop his that his parent from loving and you know put choosing him which is wrong for the parent to let the other siblings know that they are not the favorite because i've said that already but you know if somebody genuinely likes you you cannot eat the person because the you cannot eat the person because they have no control over that you know so if you if you're hungry with your brother or with your siblings without a cause then you're in danger of judgment and you should know that you should always learn to forgive just as all the lord has forgiven you because you're not perfect and the lord has forgiven you so many times already so if somebody has done you harm you know the right thing to do is to forgive so the last one is james 4 verse 1 my fan because it's it's uh, it, it has the page all over the place from whence come wars and fightings among you come they not hence even of your loss that war in your members so it says that war comes into the family from what stirs up in your heart that's where war comes from you know because we're discussing the family and what rivalry you know and we know that rivalry is a dysfunction you know in a family and war stems from what it stirs up in your heart right so whatever it is whatever stirs the heart you know it will manifest in us in our actions in our in our speech in our language and so that whatever you know we have having a heart hearts it stirs up and then it manifests into our action and our language so we need to be like Christ and we need to whatever you know you're going through at the moment you know you be the light in your family you be the light when things happen and they're expecting you to 
return to to answer another way you know you answer in the right way you know you will let them see that you are a changed person or you will you let them see that you you know you've chosen Christ and you are living a life that is pure and true and certain things you don't give in to you know once you're a child of God I'm sure the devil is going to attack you he's going to do everything he can to break you down and if you're not a child of God you know it is vital for your eternal residency where where you're going to spend eternity it is vital that you choose the right path no and so if you're wondering if you should give your life to Christ there's nothing to wait on it's never the right time just say yes invite the Lord into your heart you'll be the light in your family so I hope this message blesses your hearts I hope it awakens your mind and strengthens you in Jesus' name.